I'm just like asking like what kind of what Holy Spirit wants us to concentrate on. Um, I just am struck by similarities in um, stories. Our stories are so unique and so beautiful and so different. And there's such an invitation. I think that's the word that comes from today. There's such an invitation. We all, no matter what our story, whether it sounds socially acceptable or not, we all have our places we go to hide in shame and we all have brokenness. And when we see our brokenness, we can have the harsh voice that comes in. Um, It's the way we look at brokenness. And we can hide from our Father, God. We can hide from each other. When we're not feeling great, where are the places we run to to hide? And the invitation is, um, and the good news, I suppose, is that we get to just be ourselves. We get to come just as we are right now before we we don't need to sort ourselves out, but there's such an invitation to just come to to the Father, who is. I wanna I wanna just like dwell on who who is our Father. He's not a derelict building that's all shut up. Our Father's at home, and He's waiting for us when we come knocking. Our Father's the one that comes out and runs into us. Our father describes himself all the way through the story as the gardener who's always got life in mind. And sometimes he prunes us, you know, when you prune plants and it looks like harsh, but, but actually there's always life in mind. His intentions are always so good to us. Um, when God describes himself, um, he uses the word, I think the Hebrew is racham, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's it's the word for compassionate. He's compassionate. And the same word for compassionate is womb. So he's a, a father who like invites us to such a relationship with him that it's like we're held in the womb. That's where life is nurtured. Um, he's God who sings happy songs over us. He delights in us. So I've been asked to speak about delight and worship And the first delight is that we get to delight in him and he delights over us. And it's something about being fully present to him. And there's a, there's a, the words, I've got these words um, and it's a song, but it could also be a prayer. And it starts with the word Abba. And that's the word uh, like an affectionate, but also respectful um, term for father. I'm just going to read them to you. Abba, my Abba, here I am. Here you are. I come to you, I run to you, and I make my home here in your love. You are good, 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 good. You are tender and kind, and your love is unfailing. Your love, it covers me. Yeah, your love, it covers me so completely. Your love, it covers me. 
Yes, your love, it covers me so completely. So completely. So completely. Um, the, the, the delight thing is, is being able to just come as we are and be fully present with all the dark bits, all the bits that we wish weren't there, all the mess. Um, but, but that we are invited right into his presence like that. Um, and he's enough for us. And so, like Paul, is it possible to play the perfect love? Um, there's an invitation to like be still and know that I am God. And that be still means um, be weak, let go, release your grip in order to not just know, but to intimately experience that I am God, to intimately experience the Father. So, Father, yeah, we just invite you, the one who knows our hearts so well. Will you come and just show us who you are? Here we are. Here you are. Come and show us who you are. There's delight, being fully present and being able to be invited to be fully present to our Father, um, to the things around us. But I'm going to skip to worship. Um, In the word worship, there's worth and value and treasure. And I was just thinking we spend ourselves and our lives on what we treasure. So if you like football, you'll spend your time on matches and you might get a season ticket uh, I don't know because I don't like football but money, energy, shouting for your team you'll spend your life through your little habits um, 
habits form days and weeks and by the end you'll have spent your life on something and um, we all do that and football's cool that's fine like we but it's just that where's our treasure um and there's like an invitation again there's another invitation to come on a treasure hunt um jesus described um he says the kingdom of heaven's like a treasure that a man discovered hidden in a field in his excitement, he hid it again and sold everything he owned to get enough money to buy the field. So he gave up like everything to get this thing that was treasure that he'd realized was treasure. And then he says, again, the kingdom of heaven's like a merchant on the lookout for choice pearls. He discovered a pearl of great value and he sold everything he owned to buy it. Um, there's a story in the Bible about Mary. Uh, she, Jesus is there and she anoints, she gets this expensive jar of perfume and people are sort of criticizing her. They're like, that's like years worth of wages. It's so expensive. What are you doing wasting it? Because she put tips it on Jesus' feet and, and not, like, she just makes a public display of herself, a like really passionate. And that's like an act of worship. Um, there's always a cost involved, like, in the parables, it says he gave up and he sold. That's the cost. But it just struck me. It sounds really simple. Um, but it just struck me that we don't give up something for something worse. Uh, like only for something better. The, the things that I held on to, I felt safe. My safe places that I ran to were involved in my job so just before covid i gave up teaching um which involved um, it was like status it was like um i knew i was good at it um, I hid behind my safe places. That's where I found my value. But for the last few years, I've just been invited to be still and to rest and to find my worth, to make my home in his love. And and it's a continual thing, like um, David was saying, it's a constant thing. Like we don't just go, we don't just go from there to there. It's like a daily a daily constant thing how do I make myself at home in your love right now um, instead of running off to the places I hide how do I stay present to my father and um, let him kind of bring what I need instead of trying to meet my needs in my own way um, there's loads of ways you can loads of ways you can you can think this is what I need I really need this and I'm going to make sure I'm going to get it and it's it's all the ways thank you so much it's all the ways we live on our own but we get invited to just go okay like father this here i am like with all of this going on in me and the um what do you want to say i invite you in you know there's a there's a story of like jesus knocking at the door and people like you can invite him in and i always thought that was like to do with like when you didn't know jesus and then you invite him into your life and that's done and dusted but actually i think it's a continual thing it's like um jesus oh man like i'm totally kicking off i'm totally triggered here i just want to run and hide um instead of doing that like jesus what how can i stay and hold and present in the moment and um and just say to you come in 
come into my heart because you know it better than I thought I knew my heart and blooming like I didn't. He knows it so much better. Like Jesus, come in. What do you want to say right now? What do you want to show me? Because we know like a God, God speaks in pictures and words and dreams and there's no limit to like the ways he can meet us, like can meet our hearts. There's no limit. It's unlimited. And he's such a tender father and, and he looks with tenderness on our brokenness. He looks with compassion on our brokenness. And that's the same for everyone. It's the same deal for everyone because we've all got it. Hey? Um, what are we holding on to for short term avoidance of pain versus deep down wholeness that, that Jesus offers? Um, there's an invitation to so much better. Um, and again, I'm just just going to pause with a bit of music in a, in a moment and invite you to open your invitations, which are on the tables, hopefully in front of you. Um, they're both from Jesus. They're both the, the, his words. Like, and it's come to him. Tr- trust him to show us where the treasure is. Trust him to bring us fully alive because that's what he does and that's what he delights in. He just delights to bring life. And and just in, I just invite you to sit and receive, even if it feels a bit awkward. But like pray, pray with someone on the table. If you want like prayer, just ask someone to pray with you. Like feel free to be brave and do that. Like if you if you sort of wiggled your hand or winked at someone, someone might come and pray with you. Um, but but and then after that, there'll be like a worship time. Um, but yeah, just again, use the time to sit and receive, sit and like just be. Um, or stand and worship or, or keep praying just it's just freedom but yeah just um father will you come and um and speak to us um in the way that only you know how because you're the one who knows our hearts in detail and you care and you care about our stories and you delight to take all that we are and bring something beautiful from it. You are God who does that great exchange with us. And we give you our losses, all the losses that make us just bring such sadness and pain. But you take our losses and you make something beautiful. The losses are not the end of the story. They're part of the story, but they're not the end of it. And you give us joy, you replace our mourning, our our sadness with joy. And you replace our despair, our dismay, where we don't see possibility and we just see the end of stuff. And you replace it with all possibility, with praise, with all possibility and with hope. And thank you because you're the God of the opposite. The things that have co- very things that have come against us, you use in, vi- in and, and bring victory from it. Thank you, because that's what you do. That's who you are. Um, yeah, Paul, could we pray winter waiting, please?